Herman <laughs> Schlackenberger. Can you imagine being like a 10 year old and your name is Herman? Wow. You're 10 years old and your name is Herman. Schlackenberger? <laughs> I cannot imagine. Hey, everybody. Let's jump back in. Yeah. Um, where we left off, Brooke and Maxi Pants had just met. Oh my God. I know you guys have been thinking about it ever since we left off. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's all consuming. I know I have. All right. So they just go on a date, which seems very romantic. Yeah. Totes. But there are some key players that make it a little bit more romantic than was originally planned, a.k.a. Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen are stalking them behind a plant. It's like, the, it's so insane. <laughs> it's so sweet, though. It's like, it's all with, like, the best, like, sweetest little daughter intentions. It's just, it's just that, that scene, honestly, like, really, it's a little insane. But it really, like, warmed my heart because they just are so excited to see their dad happy. It's so cute. It's very cute. And then, of course, they, like, fall out of the plant, and then they're, like, I know, obviously. You know, of course they do. I forgot about one of my favorite quotes. Um, It's when the girls are looking through all the letters, and one of them smells a letter and says, this one smells romantic. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. So, like, I I don't know what that that is. Yeah. I hate it. Bye. That's hysterical. So then Brooke sort of is like hesitant, but asks Max to take things slow. And then they have a dating montage, which I said they kiss and it's gross. I thought their kiss just went on for so long and it looked like... No, I agree. Um, Also, I feel like back then, back then being like the 90s and early 2000s, like um movies were really into the fully open mouthed kiss like full. i'm gonna open my jaw as far (laughs) as it can go and i'm gonna suck your face like it's we're literally descriptive yes and but before we got to the kiss and i know i've said this i said this in the last episode i want to say it again this montage really just like solidified that brooke is the queen of the maxi skirt Oh my god! Like talk about the maxi skirt over every single outfit. I loved every single one. I know it's like truly amazing because I think it's actually really hard to find a maxi skirt. Yeah, that is like flattering because they are like weird. They're weird, and especially they're weird. Really tall and thin, and that's why she looks so beautiful. But I mean, okay, let me take that back. She is tall and thin, so maxi skirts flatter her. All body shapes are beautiful. That's what I would like to correct that to. But like for me, yeah. I have shorter legs, and it is hard for me to find a maxi skirt that doesn't just look like too much fabric. Quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just like really admired her fashion, like several fashion moments prior to the kiss, and then the kiss happened, and like sure, it was great. She like she definitely initiated it. He was ready to just like let her go inside, and she was like ready to make out. So like good for her. But yeah. also it was disgusting. So it was awful. I hated it a lot. So clearly Max, I hated it. Max is like super happy though. Obviously you see like Nigel, like wanting to like, he's like, I need you to be working. Like you get weird pressuring vibes from Nigel, but like, it's fine. But you like hot take. Nigel is the worst. Oh, I don't even think that's a hot take. 
I think it's a fact. He's disgusting. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like stupid shit from, it's like dad's excited. He's like wanting to go surfing. Like Cody's like trying to get like Tess's attention. It's like, no one cares. So so then there's a diving team meeting again, (laughs) the scenes we never needed. (laughs) It's just so like out of left field. And it's just such an obvious, like, subplot that no, no one, one actually cares no about one needs. like that being said oh wait actually never mind i'll wait because we're not actually to the part where i have my little bullet point that i want to bring up yet i can't wait it has to do with brad i have a i have a quote oh, about brad yeah, it is it. i trust brad with my life he's a lifeguard <laughs> duh <laughs> i mean honestly like that's how i'm gonna live my life from now like on, so of course um, All I need in life is a lifeguard. Let's talk about Ryan taking a dive in denim shorts. I have so many thoughts about <laughs> everything about Ryan. <laughs> okay, great. I would love to hear every single one. Well, spoiler alert, later in the movie, he's going to wear a jean jacket with a peace sign oh. that's crossed through oh on Oh my that, God, I know. Which is just like Rude. a statement. <laughs> To say the least, I don't know. Ryan like kills me as like a human being. It's so funny. He's so obvious. He is so obviously wanting to be like above the cool kids, but also simultaneously showing off to prove himself to the cool kids. Yes, and he's not. You know, he's an idiot. Right. So anyway, um, we haven't gotten to like the real plot twist yet, so we're gonna keep you guys like hanging for a little while. Like, obviously, because, like, you guys. Because obviously you've never seen this it's movie. It's only 20 years old. Coming. Like, we get it. Yeah. No, I know I know that you're all watching this rewatch episode <laughs> before you watch the movie. As you do. I mean, so. I, I really encourage you to. Okay, so I... Stop being... No, please, go. Go ahead. I have, a, I have just I like was... a thing to yell about, and I'm going to let you go. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I want you to yell about it. I need you to. Okay, so listen... <laughs> Tess needs to learn a new dive. Apparently Brad is like, you're the only one who can do it. So then Emily gets like jealous, but then Tess who has to learn this new dive, never learned it before. Just go up. She goes all the way up to the high platform all the way. No training, never practiced it. And she's like, no problem. (laughs) She's terrified of heights. Why are you a diver? Like so many things, I was like, this is so stupid. It's the dumbest, man. It's the stupidest. Yeah, anyway. And also, like, I don't know, just the fact that diving was their sport of choice and not like volleyball or like <laughs> anything or like none. Right, like no sports. Mind blowing. No sports needed. Yeah. So after this, Max takes Brooke to his house. The girls listen in on a recording device. <laughs> Right, because apparently they bugged the place. <laughs> Very normal. Also, like, let, can we take a... Let, we need to take a step back. We need to talk about where they live. Oh, my God, I know. It's, like, cool. It's cool. It's insanity. Their door... The doors of this house are <laughs> terrifying. Like, truly, like, the... Like, you feel like when the door is closed behind you, once you enter, you're never going to be able to leave. No. It's craziness. And they just, they really took the modern art angle, like, to the next level (laughs) in this apartment or house, or I don't even know. It's just a lot. What about the orchid on the the coffee table? 
there's this one scene and I don't even remember what's happening during it, but they just pan to this like overhead shot of Max laying on the couch with seemingly literally nothing else around him <laughs> in their home. And it's just like a lone couch in the middle of like nothingness. Oh my and God. It's just, it's just wild. So anyway, I just felt like I needed to. No, it's so weird. Regroup on that because their house is just, it's a statement. It's a statement. It's, I feel like it's always cold. For sure. It's concrete. It's, <laughs> they live in a concrete box <laughs> with scary doors. Oh my God. Um, also, Nigel is like weirdly listening in also to their conversation. I can't. It's very weird. Um... Also, like the intercom or whatever, the bug thing, they've put a toothpick in the button to make it like it's it's so I don't even know. Okay, (sighs) moving on. The girls decide that they like Brooke. And so this is, I think, the most unrealistic part of the movie. They go get pedicures and they're wearing terry cloth robes and towels on their head. I'm sorry. When when have you been? Mm -mm. Never. No. You don't even need to finish that. You don't even need to finish that. No. I've never experienced that. So getting a pedicure. So during this pedicure, the girls are like talking about their lives and they decide to talk to Brooke. They literally ask her oh if God. they think a college aged guy <laughs> would ever go for a younger girl. Quote unquote, like a lot younger, like way younger. Like, because then um, Tess decides to tell, is Emily the one with the big crush or Tess? I don't remember. Emily is the one who has a crush on Brad. Okay, thank you. Tess decides to tell Brooke that Emily has a huge crush on their swim coach named Brad. And then they have to tell, they they make it a special point to tell Brooke that Brad is in the men of USC calendar. Like, (laughs) as if that was like, that's like the moment. That is his like shining moment. He's peaked. But also, he peaked in the USC men's (laughs) calendar, which was what? (laughs) Talk about like, objectification <laughs> but then brooke gives them real advice right which is like, really i was too hung up on the usc calendar <laughs> that i kind of like black that part out but please enlighten me no she like literally gives them real love advice and it's really upsetting i'm like it's mine no it's, it would be one thing if these girls were 17 in this movie but they are straight up in middle school oh my it's god so they're in like sixth grade it's so weird okay yeah so they're also right skirting the line of like needing a training bra. And I think they opted for not in this movie, which I think is an interesting choice. I know. But that's all I'm going to say on that. Fashion. I, uh, I, I get it. And I'm, I'm here. Yep. Yep. So Nigel is like trying to be an evil mastermind basically. Yeah. And then the girls kind of catch him, but like you get a vibe that like Nigel's like trying to mess with like Max's life or whatever. So then, okay, I know Ryan is, like, weird, but, like, the girls pouring that water on him, that's not cool. No, I know. It sucks. I'm just, like... It sucks. Why? Yeah. Like, stop. Like, Like, don't be mean. There's just nothing else I can say other than it just seems, like, wildly unnecessary and just, like, very... I... I, like, don't know them. And I was about to say, like, (laughs) I want them to be better than that. I know. I'm like, guys, come on better yeah it's it was weird um okay then brooke and max are gonna go on like a date alone and one of the girls brings up the safe sex talk they literally offered a safe sex talk and then brooke said that ryan offered her the same talk (laughs) yeah 
as if this were a normal thing for middle schoolers to do with their fucking parents. It's insane. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Literally, no. <laughs> and then, and then, surprise! Like Ryan's gonna come over. Oh, I so know. Nigel can babysit them because he's such a model human. Yeah, because he's qualified. And this is when you get to see um, Ryan's anti-peace sign jacket so just like a real statement this was the moment. but he's also a real bro and he doesn't rat the girls out for why he's all dripping wet so like you kind of see sure. like that's true okay, like he's there's also this moment in that scene where his he has like curly hair and like his curls are just falling over his face in just a way that like i was like does he have an eyebrow ring he does i had he does yes yes he does <gasps> oh my god i like knew it but <laughs> I didn't have the patience to like pause and investigate thank you for confirming holy shit I mean he's like a 12 year old with an eyebrow ring like I mean who allowed that I don't know right anyway like Brooke oh so Ryan I just like, closed my move I just closed my move goal because I was so excited about the eyebrow amazing ring. I just want the world to know that the world everybody needs to know so yeah. Ryan I mean yeah, whatever he's just, just being a little butt and he's like, I'm going to go like be by myself. And then he says that he's going on the diving team, which means Emily is off the diving team. So that's an important little piece, even though right. the diving team is stupid. Um, so then plot twist, Ryan is like skateboarding, just like being cool. And he sees Nigel with this dude in a truck being sketchy as hell selling fake Sketchy as fuck man yeah fake sculptures of max's so like fake copies of stuff so yeah and then he goes to brooke it's and says fun. he needs new glasses which all of the glasses at that establishment are horrible <laughs> i'm sorry every single pair is trash it's trash i know truly trash yes and yeah so he basically records the whole conversation and then he creates a false recording, you know, saying that the girls need to go to boarding school, that, you know, they're going to move to Italy. I mean, it's the most ridiculous turn of events. It's insane. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's a movie, and that's why they believed it. But, like, it's so out of left field. It's so, it's ridiculous. And they've been dating for, like, it's two wild. months. It's so stupid. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. Like, shut up. So, Nigel's, like, really, really being really awful. Um rude and okay so then i had a lot of issues with this next part so nigel mm -hmm. enlists the girls to help get rid of brooke but the way right. they he brings this model who's gonna like pose nude and there's like wine yeah oh right it's so it's i said it's a little much for a kid's movie and i'm not a prude i've been cursing up a storm on yeah. this i'm sorry but like right right what it is. what <laughs> what yeah and there could there could have been a way to execute this plot in a way that would have been more appropriate it was so weird also i'm sorry the model's hair did you see her hair when she was on the couch it looked like a peacock she literally had her hair in a ponytail all of the things like literally spread <sighs> yeah. out wide she looked bad 
And then he goes and like adjusts her like robe and stuff. It's just like it's wildly inappropriate and horrible. And of course, at that point, Brooke walks in. Of course, she sees it and she sees it happening, and it just it sucks and it's sad and. Oh, I have a bullet it. point here that says Nigel continues to be gross. <laughs> yeah, my last bullet point says Nigel is a piece of absolute <laughs> shit. So. <laughs> So Brooke and we're on the same we're on the same way. Yes. So Brooke and Max are at you know they're not really speaking. Yeah. She won't return his calls. She like won't answer his calls. Right. But like so Max is a disaster. So he's like all tortured artist again. So Nigel is like excited because he's disgusting. So then you know obviously the pinnacle of the movie it's the diving team competition. You know the most important part. Right. Cody as the announcer obviously. gave me Lee Jordan vibes from Harry Potter. <laughs> and I, I was oh like, yes. in, oh my god, like Cody is literally the shining star of this. Movie. I loved him. I want like a Cody film. Like I just thought he was amazing. Also, did they get lo- like Cody spinoff? Did they get Olympic divers to be the stunt doubles because the dives in this movie, <laughs> unreal. They're amazing. The drama of oh. this scene, the way they were also doing like Olympic style with like the numbers. <laughs> like very well could be how they score at a diving competition i don't know i've never been to one Same. but just like at just the whole scene that was being set was just drama to the max and it was incredible cool to the max drama cool to the max. the max drama to the max um so basically ryan shows up says he got a new tattoo spoiler alert it's a fake <laughs> and emily has to go do the like the team winning dive when she's like the worst on the team so like very ridiculous right like of course so i would also like to point out that her rival emily's rival i wrote this guy's name down herman schlackenberger oh my god is the he's the the, he's the guy to beat herman schlackenberger herman (laughs) schlackenberger can you imagine being like a 10 year old and your name is herman you're 10 years old and your name is herman schlackenberger (laughs) I cannot imagine. No, thank you. Okay, so also, did you notice the slow motion dive where she's like raising her arms up for like a full thirty seconds? My God. The the I again like the suspense, the drama. It was palpable. Like I felt like it was there. Okay, same. So two things: her dive was worse than Herman Schlackenberger's, (laughs) in my opinion. And also, yeah, but it was in slow motion, so right. So it's like better. Um, Brad, the lifeguard, yeah. giving her a kiss in the cheek, child abuse. No, like, but also, ew. like, yes, gross. But like, let's fast forward out of that. Him giving her the kiss on the cheek, and then the immediate slow mo face that was just like <laughs> wide eyed, pure like euphoria was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Like. <laughs> It was, again, like, the drama was just insane. Like, you're right. It was gross. But, like, that aside, <laughs> her reaction was one of the funniest parts of the whole movie. It lasted for so long. Yeah. And it was literally as if she were seeing, I, I don't, what's the most, what is the most ridiculous thing you can ever imagine seeing? Because that's what it looked like she was seeing at that moment. It was unreal. I, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. So, after that, the kids hang out. And they, Ryan kind of convinces them that like Nigel's being a dick because they kind of realize like, oh, your mom's a gold digger. And he's like, what? And then he's like, like uh, no, she's right. Not. So they're kind of like figure it out. 
basically in a way though the way he said that was like my mom does not need money oh I know he like, was like my mom is fine it's like, only, it's like we're fine I know he's like she runs an eyewear store so yeah it's like like she's set <laughs> is she an optimo is she an optometrist or does she just sell glassware jury's out <laughs> jury's out because I literally one. think she's just a fucking lady that sells glasses no I think so too I think she literally just is like an eyeglasses outfitter <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay so they enlist cody again number one stunner like let's fucking go like cody is always there always there he's got recording equipment he's like i'm in he like fucking brought like a like a whole thing to record nigel being yeah. a dick yeah so Max is upset with Brooke. Like she won't, you know, she won't call him back, whatever. And there's like an opening that Nigel's planned. And this party looks so boring. I can't even, (laughs) it looked so weird, whatever. So the girls really want to tell their dad, obviously like Nigel's a bad dude, but they're like, he's like, I'm busy. Like I can't. And they're like, no. So Cody, who made a remix (laughs) of the confession from Nigel. Right. Yeah. They play it. Remix. It's so bad. I know. Um, so of course it's it's shown that Nigel's guilty. He's apparently also from New Jersey, which like hilarious. Um I thought it was really weird how like when they were at the pier after the party, the girls are like apologizing to their dad, but like they were tricked by mm-hmm. Nigel. They have zero they don't have anything to right. apologize like, for. They were assuming guilt that they had no reason to. Like, absolutely. They have nothing very, to be sorry for. I hate it. Same. I was like, stop apologizing. Like, you've done mm-hmm. literally nothing wrong. Like, you were yeah. manipulated by this, like, yeah. weirdo. Yeah. But anyway, the dad's like, it's just going to be the three of us. Like, I'm never dating again. Then. It's like, honestly, like, Max, like, not the answer, TBH, but <laughs> that's just me. Right. Like, not what we wanted to hear. <laughs> Um, so then Ryan helps them confront Brooke and I loved this outfit that she was wearing in this scene. It was probably just a, I don't even remember what it was, but I loved it. And okay. She's a queen. I have so many feelings on how they show Max that Brooke wants him back because I think it's really fucking weird. Mm -hmm. Okay. Talk to me. Yeah. Writing taken on the billboard and then also painting green glasses on his face <laughs> and he just like knows it's her like is that it's like it's so broke she sells glasses so she drew glasses on my face it's so her no it's the dumbest <laughs> and like it's so weird it's just it's so did they all wear matching it's outfits? So Did they get Brooke a matching outfit for like to to paint on the billboard? I don't know. I hope so. I, hope so. I, I really hope so. Anyway, yeah. it um they get back together. It's cute. <sighs> they like kiss again. It's like really lingering and like weird. And then the outro is also weird. It's like they're trying to do like a reality it's TV show. Disgusting. Ryan's like, I'm pretty happy these days, but don't tell anybody. Like, why? <laughs> and then Nigel's on the boardwalk selling like tapestries of dogs playing poker like honestly terrible new jersey accent he is british he is not american i can tell yeah that is not a new jersey accent like don't even like don't even play like no yeah 
Yeah, like stop trying. And then the whole family is rollerblading. I thought was cute. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm gonna look at what its IMDb rating is right now. Oh, I can't wait. And Do you want to guess? Is it a 1.5? I want you to give me your guess for the IMDb rating, and then I want you to give me your rating out of ten. Is it a um? Is it out of five? I'm assuming it's out of five. It's out of ten. Oh, 6.5. For the IMDb. Okay, what's Rachel's rating? I'll give my rating and then I'll give the IMDb rating. Okay. I would say my rating is about... It's hard because if I was like 9, I would say 10. But I'm 31 (laughs) and I'm going to say... 6.25. 6.25. Yeah, I'm about the same. I'm definitely in the six. Like, I can't decide. I think I'm like around 6.5. Yeah. Like, I don't really want to go up to 6.75. Don't really want to go down to 6.25. So I think I'm comfortable with 6.5. Love it. The IMDb rating is 5.3. Oh, no. <laughs> and let me, while I have my browser open, let me look at the Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, oh, love it. Just for fun. We can start doing this when we do these little movie things because, like, why not? What else are we doing? Oh, we're doing nothing. The <laughs> – do you, do you want to guess or do you not care? No, I don't care. What is it? It's 48%. Ooh. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. a bad really? It's a bad movie. Okay. It is. It's terrible, but it's so bad but so good. I mean, it's mostly bad but good for nostalgia's sake. Yes. I would now like to share – my takeaways and the weirdest moments and the other quotes that I have not. I actually have one more quote that I haven't shared. Great. So my takeaways, um, Cody is the coolest character. Yeah. Really into Debbie's overalls. Brooke's style is life. Max is wearing a gold chain, question mark. (laughs) Debbie is an amazing friend. Ryan is like a cool kid, but kind of a sweetie. All caps, the high platform of diving is so high. And then my last takeaway is Max's sculptures suck. I mean, yeah. To be completely transparent, I did not prepare any takeaways, but I can confidently say I share all of yours. Amazing. And I will be reflecting my takeaways as we continue on. I did not mean to make you feel like, unprepared. I just wanted to read the rest of my Google Doc. Oh my God, That's you didn't okay. make me feel unprepared at all. I'm great. So I literally agree with all that. I think the, the thing about the movie that stuck with me the most, and it's a very small little scene, but leads to like a huge plot point, is Debbie's friendship. She's a good friend. I know. And I think that was like, for a movie that had some really glaring missteps or maybe not maybe we can I mean we can call them missteps today I think they were done pretty innocently yeah in 98 totally that doesn't matter I understand that doesn't matter there that doesn't change the impact but I do think that changes the intention I think they were done with innocent intention I think that the Debbie and Brooke little storyline with Debbie allowing Brooke to like pursue this was so beautiful especially in a way or excuse, excuse me Especially watching in a time where it's so important for like women to support women and women to support their friends. And I thought that was really lovely because like even today with that being such a prevalent thing, some women don't do that. A lot of women don't do that and wouldn't do that. Right. I know. You know? Totally. I just, I thought that was awesome. And also Debbie and Brooke's fashion is top notch. Forever. Those are my two primary takeaways. So I was just looking over my weirdest moments and I've talked about all of them. So I'm not going to do that. But the other quote that I had 
um, that I hadn't said yet is spare us the prison code of honor, <laughs> which I think they're talking to Ryan and like, that is so rude. <laughs> oh my God. That's so ridiculous. It's so rude. So funny. It's so rude. Oh, I mean, you know, oh my God, billboard dad, like it wasn't trying to win awards. I don't know what it was no. trying to do. It was trying to be like, same funny. I want to know, like, who had this idea? Like, who pitched the idea for this plot? I don't because, know, like, I'm willing to bet it wasn't Mary Kate and Ashley. No, but no, like, ten, ten out of ten, it? definitely not them. I think that goes. Like, I'd be kind of curious, like, in a larger sense, to kind of know a little bit more about their situation when they were growing up. Like, who was booking these things for them? Like, how involved were they? Like, I'd be kind of curious to know that because totally. I mean. Obviously, like everybody knows, they're I mean, they're in so many movies, and they're all obviously have different plots, but they're all iterations of the same thing, sort of. Okay, so interesting. <laughs> there is only one trivia item for this film. Oh my God, and I don't know who this is. Trorian Bellasorario. Sorry, that was a terrible pronunciation. Is friends with the Olsons in real life. So that's that's Kristen. Who's Kristen? I don't know. Okay, well that actress played Kristen. Oh, is that like one of their young little friends? It must be because she was in Pretty Little Liars. Oh, I see. Makes sense for the timeline. Gotcha. Well, that's yeah. That's literally the only. (laughs) That's the only only trivia. That's the only trivia. It probably only exists because she was in Pretty Little Liars, and it's like and it's like relevant because of that. Yeah. Yeah. hilarious well sarah this has been an absolute delight going over one of our favorite little yes it has i mean i loved this movie growing up i mean rewatching it now it's no i mean me too yeah but you just have to look at it with the right perspective and keep the timing in mind and you know this isn't a movie that's like educating our youth no so to speak we have like pixar to thank for that so thank goodness we have amazing and very, you know, appropriate pushing the ball forward, all those kinds of things. I think that's definitely a a goal for for movies targeted towards children these days is to make them a little more substantial totally. than Billboard Dad. But you know, it's okay. We started we off with Billboard Dad. Who knows what we'll end up with? Right. I mean, like we have a lot of Mary Kate and Ashley that we have the opportunity to do this with. We don't have to. I'm not going to lock us in. <laughs> we can pick and choose. Maybe we'll um, do something that we know that we love, like I don't know, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants or something, which I know aren't real sisters, but we're gonna do it anyway. It's a classic. It's yeah. a classic. It's yep. so good. Um, what should our sign off be? Oh my gosh. Well, we I think we we definitely need some time to workshop it. I don't know yet. Oh no, same. But like, I'm gonna think about it. I do think that we should end every episode with a little cheers before we hang up. Well, let's just do a cheers. That's how we're going to sign off. So what are you cheersing to today? (sighs) What am I cheersing to? I don't know. Just life. It's spring. It's happy. Spring always feels like such a time to like, just it's such a time of like rebirth, not in like a Jesus Easter sense, but in like a just general, it can be in a Jesus Easter sense, you know, if that's your thing, but for me, it's just a nice fresh slate and I'm just happy to be moving forward. And honestly, Rachel, cheers to us actually finally moving forward on this podcast that we've been talking about for six months. 
Yeah. We've been talking about this for a long time and we're finally doing it. And I'm really glad because if, if even if no one listens, this is making me so happy. Same. So same. I love that. Cheers. I love it. I was going to cheers to Brooke and Debbie's fashion. I mean, yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. Cheers to Brooke and Debbie's fashion, to sisterhood and spring, and to Ellie and Gobi, our beautiful golden retriever baby. Right. We're going to cheers to them every episode. It's always Honestly. something and then Ellie and Gobi. Yes. They're the most important in the world. That's right. Our number one listeners. That's right. <laughs>